Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. kingdom could we get the really good spots that would have been for me that would have just been so hard it's like guys seriously that's what you're focused on right now that's what you're focused on that that you get what you want out of it all and what did they want they wanted recognition what is it that you're wanting from the Lord in today's message from Pastor Robert He shares with you that some of the disciples' motives weren't so pure. Some of them wanted what they could get from God instead of what they could give. Check your heart and see if your motives for serving the Lord are pure. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew, chapter 20, with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. Listen to me really carefully. This is a, it's a rabbit trail, and I'm not going to spend much time on it. God shook me, just grabbed me and shook me years ago because I reached a point where, you know, I, I'd been studying the Bible week after week, after day after day after day, 15, 20 years, whatever, and I had stopped listening. And what I mean by that is one day I found myself not really paying attention to another pastor who was teaching the Bible. Because I've been teaching this book a long time already. And and, and kind of unconsciously, it wasn't, you know, it was a subtle thing. I was thinking to myself, I've been teaching the Word of God longer than you have. Maybe longer than you've been alive. You got nothing for me. And so I'm checking email. Or I'm in, the, I'm in the cafe completely ignoring, just doing my own thing, hanging out, catching up on something. And, and this was in a conference setting. And God just kind of grabbed my heart in a moment. You know what I mean? Was, you ever had one of those times when you realize conviction kind of comes out of left field who do you think you are? It was one of those moments for me. And I realized pride in the arrogance that had taken over. 
and the fact that I was comparing myself with another human instrument of Almighty God. See, that's what happened in, in this passage. These two men comparing themselves with others enlisted mom's help, apparently. We want to sit one on the right, one on the left. And Jesus basically said to them, are you sure? You sure that's what you want? Because, see, if you want a position of honor in the kingdom of God, you got to be destroyed. Do you understand? Crushed. Do you really want to be utterly crushed by your father? Is that what you want? Can you drink the cup that I'm about to drink? Can you be baptized with the baptism that I'm about to be baptized with? Yes! Look at what he says next. Yeah, you will indeed drink my cup and be baptized with the baptism that I'm baptized with. But to sit on my right hand and on my left is not mine to give. But it is for those for whom it's prepared by my Father. When the ten heard it, they were greatly displeased with the two brothers. But Jesus called them to himself and said, You know that the rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them. And those who are great exercise authority over them. Yet it shall not be so among you. Alistair Begg did a whole sermon on that one statement. It shall not be so among you. But whoever desires to become great among you, let him be your servant. Whoever desires to be first among you, let him be your slave. Just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, to give his life a ransom for many. You know, what hit me as I read through this, I can't really imagine. I, and I, I, I know already, I know Jesus being, you know, God the Son, God in the flesh, could not, technically could not be discouraged, okay? But this would have been so, I mean, disheartening. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's a good word. He's told them three times. He's talked to them about this stuff. And he says, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be betrayed, I mean, what a, what a horrible thing just all by itself. I'm going to be betrayed to the chief priests and, and, and to the scribes, and they're going to turn me over to the Gentiles and, and, and you know, can sentence me to death and, and turn me over to the Gentiles. And the, and the Gentile leaders, the, the, the Romans, they're going to make fun of me, and, and, then, and then they're going to scourge me. They're going to use that whip, that cat of nine tails, and beat me mercilessly, and then they're going to crucify me. And on the third day, I'll rise again. And these guys come and say, yeah, but could we get the, could we get the good seats? I mean, when, we don't really understand all that stuff, but, but when you come into your kingdom, could we get the really good spots? That would have been, for me, that would have just been so hard. It's like, guys, seriously? That's what you're focused on right now? That's what you're focused on, that, that you get what you want out of it all. And what did they want? They wanted recognition. That's what they wanted. This wasn't all about like power and money and pleasure. No, no, no. It was this was this was about recognition. You remember last week Peter asked the question, I mean, we've given up everything to follow you. So what are we what are we gonna have in in your kingdom? They were all hoping for some recognition. They, they were all hoping for a payoff in a sense. They were hoping for positions of honor. Nobody was listening closely enough 
it would seem, to fully appreciate the significance of what Jesus was saying. There's no record that any of them even asked him a question about that three-day part. I mean, I, wouldn't, it, wouldn't it be great if somebody had just asked a question? Wait a minute, wait a minute. Why are you going to wait three days? I mean, why are you going to go through all that? Why, why, do, why do you have to go, like, the whole thing and be buried? And, and I mean, what are you going to be doing for three days anyway? And how's that going to work? I mean, you say you're going to rise again, but, I mean, is it, is it going to be like a big show? I mean, should we all get popcorn and hang out and wait? Is it going to be fireworks? Is it going to be this big display? Is, it, is everybody going to see it happen? I mean, how, how is this going to work? All I'm saying, if they'd really been paying attention, somebody would have asked some questions. And I think it would be great to know exactly how that went. I mean, the stone got rolled in front of the tomb, and when the women got there three days later, the stone had been removed, and Jesus was gone. And to have some just... I don't know, a little detail. It'd be cool. All they could think about was how they fit in. What's in it for me? I mean, what it reminds me of something in the book of Jeremiah. Jeremiah the prophet, you know, he's known as the weeping prophet because it's like God never gave him anything good to say. It's, it, he, he would have been the most unpopular preacher ever. Nobody would have showed up for Jeremiah. And he had this guy named Baruch that apparently was the one who actually wrote things down for him. And in chapter 45, God actually prophesies through Jeremiah directly to Baruch. Listen to this. The word that Jeremiah the prophet spoke to Baruch, the son of Neriah, when he had written these words in a book at the instruction of Jeremiah. In the fourth year of Jehoiakim, son of Josiah, king of Judah, saying, thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, to you. Oh, Baruch. Can you imagine? You're writing this down for the prophet. And all of a sudden, it's like, wait, what? This is to me? This is not just, this is to me, personally. This is what he said to him. Verse 3, you said, woe is me now, for the Lord has added grief to my sorrow. I fainted in my sighing, and I find no rest. Thus you shall say to him, thus says the Lord, behold, what I have built, I will break down. We're so glad you tuned in today for Pastor Robert's message in the book of Matthew. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again or learn more about Main Thing Radio, visit our website at mainthingradio.com. Before our time with you is through for the day, we'd like to take a moment and ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. Would you commit to praying for us each time you tune in? As we continue to produce programs to spread the good news of the gospel, we know the enemy won't be happy. We'd appreciate your prayers for protection and guidance in all we do. Would you also pray for your fellow listeners too, that each one would allow Jesus to speak truth into their heart? We have one more way you can support us in what we're doing here at Main Thing Radio, and David's here with the details. We all know it's vitally important to support the local church, a place we call home. But it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is. We need your support to continue to share God's Word over the airwaves. 
please prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. For more information, visit MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. Thanks, David, and thank you for joining us today to study Matthew. Join us next time for more right here on Main Thing Radio.